want to test it. Things that bother you never bother me. I'll be happy and fun. Ha Living in the sunlight. <laughs> you know what your voice sounds like to me right now is that tiptoe. Yeah, that's the same guy. That's the same guy. Tiny team. Tiny team. <coughs> All right. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, guys. We're back at it again. Back at it again with the true crime. This is Cookies and Crime. Where we hang out for true crime and snack time. Talk about gruesome crimes and then eat some delicious snacks. Because true crime's kind of a downer, but snacks snacks are always a good ending note. Absolutely. Every time. Mindy brings the cookies, Renee brings the crime. We also have a fire special guest, Boone, here, who's protecting us from all the bad guys. (laughs) Chilling out. Huh, Boone? He's taking a snooze. He's doing so good. So if you hear him, like, that'll be a nice treat disclaimer before we dive into the episode too um we are not professional anythings so we, we just have a lot of strong opinions we have a lot of opinions only semi-educated opinions right? <laughs> so we're gonna tell our- you what we think no matter what <laughs> we may sound dumb but we're gonna say it anyway and that's just what we do so um sources for every case is also going to be found in the description for this episode we're also going to have show notes appearing on our website which will also the link to that will also be in the description box for this episode renee's going to try to carry her energy so mindy better have strong reactions to wake me up i'm trying i'm yeah i am fully caffeinated okay that's good one of one of us is so thankfully like this is a, a pretty intriguing case so i'll probably gain energy as we talk about it hopefully maybe i'll gain it at the end with the snack okay. that tends to perk all me right. up but all right are you ready i'm ready for today's story so are you ready. guys ready for today's story yeah. like how my volume is like wake <laughs> yeah. up renee okay so i want to take you back to september 2nd 2016 and introduce you to a young lady named olga svick she is a lash technician in New York. She was is an, a Ukrainian immigrant, lives alone, but is pretty she's pretty doing pretty well for herself. She's got a lot of clients. She's pretty successful in her career, having a great time. Then one day, um one of her lash clients named Victoria Nazarova calls Olga panicking about needing an emergency lash fill. Have you ever had false lashes before? Okay, so one time okay. I tried them, and it was my wedding day. Oh. Um, so I had never tried them before, and they put them on me, and I said, nope. Because <laughs> I, I, I felt Take like I couldn't off. see. Take them off, I, I'm I done. couldn't wear them. Yeah. So I'm like that person that I can't. never know me neither. Yeah. I have worked in a salon, though, and so I can say from a professional standpoint what lashes what the, the process is. Sure, so sure, you sure. get the volume extensions. And if you're a regular false lash wearer or lash extension wearer, um, you've got to get them filled like every couple of weeks as your natural lashes grow in. Yeah, that makes sense. To it's kind of fill the nails. gaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. It. You need it touched up. Sure. Um, typically, makes, most makes people who are in the habit of doing it are already in a routine. They have set appointments, blah, blah, blah. But for some reason, and I guess this is, a, a fairly realistic reason to panic for because you know ladies who get regular salon services done if something goes wrong you're you're gonna be in a panic and sure. you're gonna reach out to your your technician or your stylist um as victoria did victoria calls olga up and she's like this is super urgent i absolutely need you to fill my lashes like today but olga's pretty i said she's successful she's got a lot of clients on her book 
she's fully booked. She has like no room to fit in Victoria and her lash fill. Which is also totally understandable. Yeah. With, with most people that work in that industry. And like, it's, it's hard to get in. It is. Yeah. Sometimes you have to just wait. You for have to sure. just suck it up and have weird lashes for a little while. That's just the risk you take. Exactly. Starting the, you know, keeping up the process of the lash extensions. Um, so Olga has never taken clients in her home before. She always only worked in the salon itself, like exclusively smart, very smart, good at professional boundaries. But, um, when she told Victoria, okay, I have no room, no room in my book. You're going to have to wait. Victoria got pushy. She was one of those that was like overbearing to the point where you couldn't really say no to her. She Uh was like, no, I need it done today. No, I'm going to get it done today. And Olga's like, I I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, okay, okay. So she finally agrees. I don't like that. Yeah. Already, Mindy's like, red flag. I don't like that. So she pushed until Olga agreed to meet her outside of work to do the lash fill. Outside of her normal operating hours, she was going to fit this woman in out of the kindness of her heart. And this, she's, she says later, too, that this isn't the first time Victoria's, like, attempted to see olga outside of work like she socially invited her to stuff before okay when she would see her she'd be like hey we should hang out you know stuff like that and olga was always like no again with the professional boundaries she was like no 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 yeah, and you, don't that, hang that out with clients a sticky spot too because it does. you have to be like kind to clients it's customer service yeah but yeah. you also you know yeah you don't want to be friends with all your clients exactly That's your job you've got to you got to establish boundaries sure. and it sounded like olga tried super hard to maintain those up until this moment in the story um, what also kind of made Olga uncomfortable, and I was going to save this for later in the episode, but I'm going to say it here. Um, Olga was aware, very aware of the resemblance between herself and Victoria. They mm. look very similar and they're both Victoria's Russian. Olga's Ukrainian. So they have semi, they have kind of similar backgrounds. They're from the, from the same sure. general region of Europe. Right. Um, they and they're both in New York now. Both so. in New York. They both have dark hair. They have the same shaped face. They have different eye colors, but gener- they look really similar. And Olga, like in retrospect, she's like that. That was a little odd, and it was odd that they that they had that in common, and that Victoria was also pushy mm-hmm. about social stuff. Mm-hmm. So, despite feeling uneasy, Olga goes ahead and schedules it for her. Gives her the, like, address, the, the time to meet up, blah, blah, blah. So Victoria shows up at Olga's house on this scheduled day, and she brings Olga three pieces of cheesecake for her troubles. So it's like a peace offering. Like, thank you so much for going out of your way to fit me in, even though I was definitely way too pushy about it, blah, blah, blah. And they're not full pieces of cheesecake. They're, like, three small slices. Um which Olga thought was also kind of weird. It wasn't like, here's a cheesecake for your troubles. It's like, here are three here's pieces piece of, of cheesecake. Here's a piece of cheesecake with a bite out of it. It gets have. weirder, though, because Victoria promptly, when she's in the house, eats two of the pieces. And then is like, I want you to have this third piece. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, well. The face that I'm making. Yeah. Right she's like, are you kidding me? Like, it's these are here's your gift, but I'm going to eat most of it. And then I'm going to give you the little sliver that's left. And she did. She she like, here, you want the cheesecake? And Olga's like, okay, this is so this is so weird. And I think Olga's instincts were like out of control. Like she was like, this all feels so strange. But she was so far into it that she was like, I don't know at what point these red flags should make me stop doing anything. So she eats the cheesecake. Okay, that's probably a bad idea. Immediately after eating the cheesecake, 
Olga starts to feel woozy she dr- and she dr- she nauseous. And she tells Victoria, she's like, I think I'm going to be sick. And then she throws up on the floor in her bedroom. And Victoria's like, oh, no, it's okay. I'll clean it up. Don't worry about it. Go to the bathroom. Like, don't like it's a fine. It's fine. And before she knew it, Olga had slipped in and out of consciousness. And she stopped remembering anything for the rest of that day. What? Um, yeah, she was com- completely passed out, completely gone. She um, roofied her? She roofied her. So Olga was found in her apartment a few days later by her neighbor who had called an ambulance for her. More on that neighbor later. But the important part is she was found. She was hospitalized. She ended up being hospitalized. She was alive. She ended up being hospitalized twice um, and was in a coma for 34 minutes. What the heck? What's even weirder is doctors didn't find anything suspicious in her system. So they're like, okay, well, you're clearly not well. you're still drowsy this is like days later she's still drowsy yeah. she's not totally lucid There's her memory her system, they just can't find it there she's she's got amnesia she's like i honestly don't know what happened she calls the police the second she gets home because she realizes that a lot of her important stuff is missing like her id for example and if you recall miss victoria looks a lot like olga so scam Olga's like okay okay this is horrible I know who drugged me I think I know why she robbed me blah 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 she tells the police to steal her identity to steal her identity it's messed up she took a few other things too but most notably like her identity so Olga tells the police this she's like okay this this client of mine I was going to do her eyelashes then she drugged me. She robbed me. I was in the hospital twice. So the police, initially, they take this seriously. They go to the hospital to kind of try to confirm her story because part of them, and I think this is probably standard, this is in New York, mm-hmm. NYPD probably immediately jumps to, you're woozy and you don't remember stuff. Were you just high? Like, sure. they're not sure if they should view her as a victim yet, but they do pursue it. And they can't confirm that she was in the hospital. For some reason, I felt like that part was kind of weird because she was in the hospital. Like the neighbor called an ambulance and everything, but whatever. Um, Yeah, but they did find in her house the container that the cheesecake was in. Oh, good. So they have some evidence they can still test. Yeah. Um, And so like her assumption that she was drugged through the cheesecake, like that made sense to them. They're like, okay, we'll go ahead and we'll test this, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, that cheesecake was laced with phenazepam, which is, and I quote, a long-acting benzodiazepam, that's what it is, that was developed in the former Soviet Union in the 1970s. Gotcha. It was originally used to treat epilepsy, anxiety, and sleep disorders, but it ended up causing a lot of hospitalizations and fatalities, so they stopped using it. Wow. Side effects can include loss of coordination, drowsiness, and amnesia, and this makes it a wonderful potential date rape drug. Wow, yeah, if for the audience that doesn't know what benzodiazepines are, it's kind of like your your Xanax or mm-hmm. your, It's like uh, a suppressant. It's it's a it's like a tranquilizer. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it's partic- so phenazepam is particularly dangerous in hot climates. And Interesting. this is important because a detail I forgot to point out. When the neighbor found Olga, the heat it is August mm-hmm. when she's found. Did I say September earlier? Man. Renee, who let you do stuff? Jeez. 
But anyway, the neighbor that found her noticed that the house, her apartment, the heat was turned on. And it was like end of summer. Like, there's no reason the heat should be super high, but it made it, the drug, more Honestly, dangerous. Honestly, lucky that she didn't die. She was supposed to die. Like, that was the intent. When they looked at, like, uh, like what the circumstances were, they're like, okay, no one intended. For, and let me tell you more about how he found her when he called the ambulance. I really am saying this out of order, but that is fine. I've already disclaimed my energy level right now. So, Olga, when the neighbor found her, she was wearing lingerie. Which she thought was odd because when she was going to do the lashes, she was dressed in sweats. And then she had a bunch of white pills all over the floor. Like, it was staged. They framed it as a suicide. Yes. Ah! (laughs) Yes. This is crazy. Yes. Right? Right? Oh, it gets crazier. So. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I lost my spot. It is crazy, though. So, But death was clearly the intent here. Right? Yeah. Clearly the intent. So. Um. They, the police still pursued this. They still couldn't confirm the hospitalizations. And because they did find the drugs in a room, she was, they were like, there is still a chance that she's just an addict who forgot that she, no, they're, they're like, there's no, like they couldn't, they couldn't confirm anything at this point. So what they tried to do because she gave her account of Victoria, they tried to find Victoria, but guess what? Victoria was gone. Oh, I'm sure. Totally. I'm sure, that's not, it's not her totally first Totally missing. Either. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. So they, when they realize that Victoria is missing, like she existed, there's record of her being in New York, uh-huh. but when they can't find her, that's when they're like, okay, well, she probably goes Olga by a bunch is of different names 100%. Too. Actually, no. Interesting. Yeah. And we'll dive in to the other uh, victims after this short break. I'm not a killer. I'm woman. Only woman. Okay, and we're back. And we're, we're back, back for more. I feel the need to point out that in this case, the police are on track. So I'm going to, I'm going to explain that Detective Kevin Rogers is the one who took Olga's case. He did apologize to her. Good. When he was like, oh, no, 100%, someone tried to kill you. This is no longer me suspecting that you were just on drugs. So I'm going to do everything in my power to solve good, this. Good, good, And good. he did. So we're now going to dive into... What he learned after the fact. So we're going to go back in time even further. Um, So Detective Rogers, when he investigated Olga's case, he crossed paths with a private investigator named Herman Weisberg. Weisberg was a former NYPD NYPD detective who had been tracking Victoria for quite some time. Apparently, previously, Victoria had been marketing herself online and on Russian, like, dating sites as a dominatrix. So, that's... Weisberg assumed that that's where she got most of her targets. Olga was an exception because Olga had something she needed, not just stuff to steal. She had an identity. Victoria's visa was going to run out. Like, there were a lot of reasons she, she targeted Olga. Previous victims, Weisberg says, were men. Mm-hmm. And so that was just her means Clients. of acquiring. Yeah. yeah, I gotcha. So the first victim we're going to talk about outside of Olga is a, a gentleman named Ruben Barakov. And sometimes it's like the world is so small, especially when you think of how easy it is for victims like this to overlap. Like, yeah, it did not take long. Olga went back to work after this attempted murder 
She went back to work and one of her, she was telling one of her clients like, hey, this weird thing just happened to me. Isn't that crazy? The police are looking into it. Like, I don't even know how to feel about it. And this client is like, oh my gosh, my husband's friend just had this happen to him. And Olga's like, you gotta be kidding me. And so, so this lady knows Ruben, Ruben Barakov, um, met Victoria Nazarova on a Russian dating site and the two decided to meet up for dinner. Okay, so Victoria did that like super adorably domestic thing where she's like, I want to cook dinner for you and show off my cooking skills. And guys, guys are suckers for that, right? Because they're like, oh, she can cook. So he so he was all about he's like, well, I love to eat. Let's do this. So she made him dinner and he ate this fish that she made him. And within like five minutes, he got drowsy and passed out. Poor guy. He was out cold. Supposed to go on a date. Uh, Yeah, he was excited to meet someone. And next thing you know, she's taking all of his credit cards and cash, and she just treated herself to a shopping spree. What a monster. Um, yeah. It was so fast. It was so fast. So he, she didn't even try to, like, lure him in, like, thoroughly. This was, like, a quick... She was like, here's some poison. Essentially, it's go. a smash and grab. She's like, Seriously? one date, and I'm going to drug you and take your money. Damn. I guess it happens, but he was unconscious for two days while she was on the shopping spree. Two God. days. This is how intense this drug she's using is, guys. Like, it, she, he was out... For two full days, she dragged him back to his laundromat that he that he ran, and his employees were like, "What is going on? What is wrong with Reuben?" And she's like, "Nothing weird here. He's just drunk on wine." Um, so it's, she took him back to the office, and one of the employees, like, thank goodness for their instincts, because they were like, "This is disturbing." Right. Yeah. So they started discreetly filming her in the office with Ru- with Reuben's unconscious body, and they, they're like talking to her, and she's just like, it's fine. "It's fine, it's fine." So there's a video of her with unconscious Reuben, which they ended up using in evidence. He ended up, I mean, spoiler alert, he ended up uh, testifying Good. in this particular case. But yeah, so he because she like, needs to be put away. Yes, like that's. For sure. Horrible. Yes. Um, so his sister, who I gather works at the laundromat or she was there that day or something. I'm not exactly sure what her connection to his business is other than being related to Ruben. But she called the ambulance. And by the time the ambulance got there, Victoria was gone and had cleaned him out of anything else he might have had. Like she was just gone. He nearly died in the hospital. His family yeah. was like he was near death. The doctors didn't think he was going to make it. But thankfully, now he's listed among the survivors and has was That's able crazy. to testify, like, hallelujah. Benzos can suppress your breathing. So, you know, like, if well, she that makes a sense. bunch of it, like, it, literally, you can just stop breathing. You can, it, literal death. Yeah. Literal death. That's so scary. So this is two attempted. Now, I don't know, in Ruben's case, I don't think she attempted, personally, I don't think she was intending on killing him. I think she was just intending on robbing him, but also didn't care about the consequences enough. Yeah. So, like, with Olga, well, it was... If you're going to poison somebody, like... Yeah. You're not going to care if they survive. Exactly. Like, you're going that yeah. extra mile to, like, you know, incapacitate them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and exactly. And how would you know how much, you know, like, it's right. like... But with Olga, it was so deliberate. She yeah. hiked up the temperature of the apartment. She staged it to look like a suicide. With Olga was supposed to die. Ruben, I, she could take her leave. She was like, I that don't know. Crazy. I got the money from you. I don't really care. Yeah, I, she got what she wanted. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um, but she's not, a, she, she's not a murderer. She's just a woman. <laughs> Not She's murder. just a delicate I woman. Only I am woman. only woman. <laughs> it's the most quotable thing from this uh, this episode, I think. And it will be, too, by the end. So, again, Ruben is listed among the survivors. Hallelujah. I'm so glad you're alive, Ruben. I doubt you're listening, but I'm glad. Um, the next victim was not so lucky. Mm. So, back in Russia, specifically Krasnodar, 
Russia, which is kind of near Moscow. It's like south of Moscow, I think. Um, there was a 54-year-old woman named Ala Alexienko. I apologize if I butchered that, but I'm pretty sure that's how she says her name. Um, she, she lived in Russia, and she was very close to her daughter, Nadia. Nadia Ford, who lived in New York. See a theme here? They talked on the phone every single day. And at some point, Ala started talking to Nadia about her new neighbor, who was quickly becoming one of her best friends. Like, they did everything together. This neighbor's name was Victoria Nazarova. She's not even changing her name. She's not changing her name. And this, okay, this is going back a couple years, even before Ruben. Okay. At the end of of Alice's story, you're going to be like, she should have definitely been changing her name. But whatever, whatever. Okay, so she's becoming, she's befriending Ala. Ala's very trusting. Like, Nadia says, like, Ala's the type that she wants to be friends with everybody, so she doesn't see the bad in anybody. Yeah, she's a sweet, innocent 54-year-old woman. And Victoria's the pushy kind of friendly. We've talked about this already. Mm-hmm. If she wants you to be her friend, That's she's going to... That's a gonna, red flag to me she, immediately. If anybody uh, tries yeah. to get me to do something... Like, the breaks, I'm just like, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Get out of here. No. If you're asking me to do anything out of character, too, yeah. like 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 with Olga, with, like, the pressing the boundary of client versus friend, I'm like that way with coworkers, too. Yeah. Like, don't, uh-uh. The minute you push too hard, I'm turned off, and I'm not going to talk to you. Yeah. But Force but, field. Activate. But Victoria knows who to target. She knows who is going to cave. Yeah, she's good at it. She's yeah. She's very manipulative. And Ala was a really good target. She was like, this woman is lonely she misses her daughter i am pretty young well there's that russian connection too yeah where like They're you ne- know when you're when you're in another country well she and Ala are in russia still oh okay. nadia gotcha. is gotcha, in gotcha, new gotcha, york gotcha, 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 which gotcha, is important gotcha, though for later gotcha, gotcha. so nadia's in new york Ala and victoria this is when victoria still lived in russia right before she moved to new york okay. so we are literally working backwards in her timeline so um in 2014 Ala told nadia I'm going to be sending you some special gifts to New York. They're going to be so nice. And I'm going to have my new best friend deli- best deliver friend. them to you. Nadia's, no. Nadia's like, okay, weird, but all right. Weird. But whatever you <laughs> sure, say. Whatever, mom. Um, these gifts included. That's weird. Uh, that's weird. That's suspicious. Um, this, these gifts included six thousand dollars oh no that's not we know that's two not getting fur nadia. coats yeah and a lot of other valuable stuff so nadia was like this was a that's concern gonna get for lost nadia. in transit she never saw or met victoria mm-hmm. at any point so she on october 5th she calls her mom and she's like trying to tell her like i don't i have not seen victoria is everything okay like i don't i'm confused i'm so concerned uh but she doesn't get an answer from her mom that she talks to every single day she she calls and she oh, calls again no. and she still gets no response. She calls over a hundred times through on, on October 5th and she gets no response. So Nadia has access to her mom's phone records online, which I think is fairly common, especially if you if share you're, an account, yeah. if you share an account, if you help your parent manage their account, sure. the online stuff can be tricky sometimes. So she, she does some digging into her mom's phone records and she sees that the last person her mom talked to on the phone was Victoria. And then after that, it was nobody. Yeah. So Nadia immediately flies to Russia to investigate this herself. I really, really respect Nadia. Nadia's, she's kind of a boss. So she 
somehow contacts Victoria and convinces her to meet her outside of her mom's house. Um, and then, and she does, she agrees to this. So she meets outside Allah's house and Nadia confronts her like, Hey, where's my mom? Yeah. What happened to my mom? Where's all, why where's isn't all she answer- stuff? Yeah. What's going on? What's wrong with you? Are you a monster? What's going on? And Victoria insists, Alice still, uh, she's still alive. She's still alive. Like, I don't know why you're panicking. She's still alive. And Nadia's like, no, you're super, super lying to me. She's not buying it. So she calls the police and she has the police help her search her mom's house, which when they get inside, they discover it's been ransacked. Like all the valuables have been taken. Go figure. We've seen this before, right? Like all of the all of the rich stuff has been taken. Um, and so, and before they're done even searching, they realize that Victoria Nazarova is also now missing. So that one interaction and then she's gone. She's just, she is, got out of Dodge. I mean, there's like a special place in hell for people that take advantage of like older people. Yes. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, like, I feel like she's just taking advantage of like vulnerable people. She is. Yeah. The lonely, the old. Yeah. In Olga's case, the people who look like her. (laughs) Well, and it like, also, like, like, you feel, like, you're, for, you've, if you have a client, you've, like, formed a relationship. There's, yeah. like, you know, like, a bit of trust mm-hmm. there. Yeah. To- totally taking advantage, advantage of the trust. That. Yeah. What's weird, and I guess this is Russia. I don't really know Russia well enough to know if this is normal behavior. But the police were like, it's okay, Nadia. Victoria will come back. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> so Whatever you say. They just kind of left it hanging there. And Nadia's like, um, I'm super not not okay with that answer. So she searches Russia like herself. She drops everything. All Good of her, her friendships, all of her, like, her job. Like, she's, like, devoted it's to a, finding her mom. Her mom. Yeah. 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 She, like, there's no, there's no stopping her. There's no getting in her way. She went as far as getting access to security cameras on highways Good to find her. evidence of Victoria's whereabouts. What's weird, and I didn't realize this but as nadia says it it's russia you can buy anything Mm. she literally bought access to security cameras guess this shouldn't be a surprise for me i mean i mean again i don't know russia very well but she was like enough money you can buy she was like anything she was asked like how did you get access to because like here in america you're like you need a warrant you need a connection and she's like this is russia you just you just this pay for Russia. it. This is Russia. You just pay for it. I am only woman. I am only woman. So she so she gets access to these cameras and she finds an image of Victoria and Allah driving um no a hundred miles from Allah's apartment on October fifth at ten AM. So that's the day that Allah's friend's birthday. October fifth. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I hope the story doesn't ruin it for her. No. <laughs> no, it could never. It could no. never. But that was the day that Alice stopped talking to Nadia. And Nadia's like, okay, so she was alive for at least part of October 5th. So she must have agreed to go. To go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. then something prevented her from answering <sighs> Nadia's phone call. That's crazy. So apparently she takes us to the police. And the, po- and the police are like, yeah, we, are, we, already, we already have that image. We already tracked down Victoria. We scheduled a polygraph. But we just don't care. Well, it's, yeah, it's so weird. We just simply don't care. It's so, like, she can get access to all these things with just money, and then she talks to the police, and they're like, oh, we did this already. (laughs) You you, you did that hard work for nothing. They did say they, they brought Victoria in for a polygraph, and then she disappeared before the results came back, which is so fast. That's so fast. Did you watch the Chris Watts, uh, polygraph? They're all wearing the same clothes in both parts of that interrogation video. So very clearly, it doesn't take more than a day. 
So I don't know how she escaped their custody, but it is Russia, and you can buy anything in Russia. Maybe she just paid them off. I don't know. I mean, but she's pretty slippery. She so, is. Yeah. So they didn't tell Nadia any of this until she confronted them with the picture that she thought was going to break the case. Um, but, you know, it didn't help. Victoria was gone. She had escaped Russia and flew to New York. This, this escape actually this won her a spot on Interpol's Most Wanted. Yeah, I would say. Which is kind of what drove me to this case. I was like, that's a really... Because she's like the cheesecake killer. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, the cheesecake is You know is what's a messed big... up, though? Because, like, cheesecake's delicious. It's so good. So, like, if somebody so that good. I, like, didn't know very well was like, here, I made you this cheesecake, I'd be like... Oh. Thanks, fam. Thank you. I'm going to eat it so fast. And I would. I would gobble that thing up. <laughs> I get what. And I'd wake and up. And then I would wake up. In a pool of my own sweat two days later. <laughs> With random pills and lingerie. Yeah. And I'll be like, I am confusion. I'll be like, biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Call 911. So, oh, she, you got to ruin the fun things in life, apparently. Anyway, so she's on Interpol's Most Wanted. She's so that, <laughs> that gives. It's wild. Uh, in April 2015. Uh, apparently, they found Alice's charred remains two Aww. two hours from where her apartment was. That's horrible. So it seems like she was killed shortly after that picture was t- like caught by traffic camera, which is unfortunate. Now, so is she doing this by herself? Yes, because that's like she's one hundred percent solo. That is really interesting because, like, two, you know, I, I don't know what like is she like a normal build like, yeah. Okay. She's like an she's a very average, average. looking woman too. Okay. I mean, she can be prettied up. Like I've but seen she can, like, some of her Facebook cart pictures around a body cuz I don't think I could do that. Yeah, I don't either. It would have in in my mind and it's gory that I've thought about this, but she probably got her out of the car, took her to wherever she was going to burn her body and killed her before she started burning the body rather than having to drag a dead body somewhere. That you know what so I mean? Up. What what's impressive is that she dragged Ruben. Although Ruben's a small guy. I saw a picture of him and he's kind of a He's guy. a petite fellow, but still, I'm she, just glad that she dragged an unconscious person is also like dead, dead weight. weight. They're not helping you right. at all. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, she did it's, that to and Olga. She carried Olga up to the bed. That's crazy. In her bedroom, yeah. She took her clothes off. Took her clothes like, off. She like she changed her into lingerie. Like is, she, this is heavy lifting that she's she, doing. A lot of thought was put into it as well. She's no dummy. Yeah. She's not stupid. Yeah, she's conniving. She's conniving. She's evil. Honestly, I want to refer back to our Pink Panther two-parter. Yeah. This part of the world, and this isn't everybody. I'm not saying that every Russian is going to be right, a hardened right, right. criminal, but that part of the country, all of like the Slavic countries, a lot of people living in some of those regions are so used to such rough lives that they like have to be scrappy like this. Yeah. They have to. So yes. then when they turn to a life of crime like this, it just kind of makes sense for them. It's well, unfortunate. If, especially if you're growing up doing but, that. Yes. You know, like I would really, you don't I, feel as bad. I really it. wish I could have found more of her actual background instead of her fabricated online presence. Like she fascinates me, but I couldn't find a lot of information about like her upbringing mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which kind of frustrated me a little bit but whatever so anyway nadia at least nadia was called by the russian police to identify her mom's remains and she did through her teeth she was like yep unfortunately that is my mother so she got that's so sad semi-closure like she's like i know where my mom is now um but now she's like fueled with this new rage like not only did victoria rob her mom she 
killed her mom and burned her body. Oof. So this is like layers of Vendetta. rage. Yeah. Nadia is not a happy camper, and no. nor should she be. No. So Nadia does more I'd be digging. Like, I'm coming for I'm you. Coming for you. Coming for You're you. gonna burn alive. Like good gracious. So she uh, Nadia goes and online to try to track Victoria down, and it's relatively easy. <laughs> I don't know why Victoria wasn't as she wasn't as good as covering her tracks online as she was in person. Um, But Nadia finds her online and she reports her to American police because she finds out she's in New York. And the American police are like, we can't find we can't nail down her physical location. So there's unfortunately there's only so much they could do. They're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is a horrible thing. And she is on Interpol's most wanted. And we're on the we're in the U.N. like all that stuff like they should be looking for her. But they like. I don't know. They're like, no, we can't. We can't get to her. So, um, Nadia turns to Herman Weisberg, the private investigator who ends up working with NYPD to track down Victoria. So now let's turn our attention to Weisberg and his chase. This is this is movie worthy. I'm telling you, they need to just make a movie about this woman and Herman Weisberg because this is like the best cat and mouse I've ever seen. So, Weisberg tracks down victoria's location through a facebook photo that she took of herself wearing reflective aviators now this is pretty facebook right she well she wants to document she's living the high life and she wants to like support this whole online presence so that when she does get targets through online dating it Uh doesn't seem as suspicious Uh i think it's stupid that she's using her real name but whatever she's she's an idiot she's a dum-dum so Weisberg uses this picture and he zooms in and he sees in her reflection of her sunglasses, he can see the stitching of the car seat. He could see the design of the dashboard, all of these like interior of the car clues. He finds the model of her car. Yes. Chrysler 300 touring is what she drives. So we gotcha. We gotcha. He tracks that down. He like that narrows the search a little bit and he knows she's in New York. So that narrows it even more. And a lot of her online activity was happening around Sheepshead Bay in Brooklyn. And that happens to be a pretty heavily Russian populated area well, that of makes Brooklyn. Sense. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, this absolutely She's makes sense. Out there. Yeah. And he has. So Weisberg, I want to just work for this guy. He has his whole team go and they like scour that area of Brooklyn and they just look at cars and they run literally all of the license plate numbers for Chrysler 300s in that area. And they get a hit. On a Russian-sounding name. It's not her name, but it is a Russian man's name. And in pursuing that lead, they learn, too, in one of the other pictures on, that she posted on Facebook, there's, like, you could see parts of this apartment that she's living in. And between that and the car, Weisberg narrows down the apartment building. Brilliant. Like he, this man. That's good detective work. This, this is, this is how it's done. This is how it's done. So yeah, this guy, oh, I didn't get his name. His name's not important. Her boyfriend's name's not important, but she's living with this Russian man. Beware. Okay. Well, turns out he's her most recent victim (gasps) because she robbed him and she killed his dog. (gasps) I knew you would, you would gasp super loud at that. (gasps) She poisoned his dog because he was giving the dog more attention than he was giving her. The neighbors, when they talked to the, they were like, you know, going door to door asking about stuff. And the neighbors were like, they were like, she killed his dog. She's psycho. Like the neighbors knew she was psycho. And this was like, they couldn't confirm any of this. Right. They couldn't confirm like legally on paper. But all of the neighbors were like, 
she's psycho. She robbed him and she stole You'd have to she hold me back. Luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. She's pretty messed up. So Weisberg she's calls... She's evil. He, fo- he found her, right? He found her as, as well as a new victim. So he calls up Interpol and Homeland Security and he's like, I got your girl here. I got, I got her. She's on the most wanted. Like, like just come and get her. Send in, and send in the troops. Send in the troops. And they're all like, eh. Yeah. So Weisberg calls NYPD. Detective Rogers is like, that's who I'm after. So it turns out NYPD is the one who arrested her. It's weird, though, that you put someone on Interpol's most wanted and then you don't. Because that's FBI, right? That. I'm not sure. I think Interpol Interpol has. That's more than the feds. That's international. Yeah. So like that's we're part of Interpol. Like we have representatives in Interpol, but we don't like that. That should be you should be coming and busting down our door. Otherwise, why do you put her on the list? Seriously. I don't know. That lukewarm response disappointed me because I, you know, in movies. Inter- They're like, whatever. Interpol is so cool it's in movies. It's not a terrorist. It's not a terrorist. She's <laughs> not care. even a drug dealer. She just, she just kills people. It's not cartel. It's fine. So, yeah, the um, NYPD hones in on her. Okay. And they arrest her. Unlike the other victims, right, Victoria had, they do confirm that she had intended to steal Olga's identity because of her visa running out. I think I said that earlier, but just in case I hadn't, I have it again in these notes. That's what the NYPD had deduced. They didn't confirm. She's denying everything. She's like, I don't, I mean, you heard heard the sound, boy. I I am am only only woman. woman. So she was officially charged for attempted murder, assault, and grand larceny. Before her trial, though, Victoria was assaulted by inmates, Good. like sustaining oh, some damage mean. to her face. No, that's it's mean. she's kind of has it coming. Yeah, but especially I mean, if those inmates heard that she killed a dog. Oh, like, yeah. They're going to go feral. Like, good gracious. Dogs. We don't even deserve dogs. They're no. so good. Uh uh-uh. And it's not the dog's fault if your boyfriend likes your his dog more than no, you. Maybe like go to the, therapy. Maybe be a better freak. person. Yeah. I don't know. What's the matter with you? So she's assaulted. She does not have a great time and therefore decides in 2018 to sue New York City for oh, negligence please. in her Rikers Island jail attack. Maybe not the city kill innocent people <laughs> and, and dogs. Sheesh. The city settles, though, and they pay her $325,000. Excuse Excuse me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So she won that case, but in uh she's in custody for six more years after this. Well, four more no wait. No, I can't math. Whatever. She's she was in custody for a while and then COVID delayed her trial. And so she was finally tried this year in January, January twenty twenty-three. She still claimed innocence. Um because Allah's death could not be like in an american court because that's a russian crime yeah she was only um they brought nadia as a test to testify and it was kind of tricky because she couldn't like overtly talk about the russian crime Mm -hmm. she could give circumstantial kind of accounts but she couldn't be like she murdered my mom because that's not what's like it's kind of like it's not what she's being tried so for. the natalia grace thing how they yeah. had to be real dodgy about yeah, the age yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the same kind of thing yeah. they could not overtly accuse her of American a different story. crime yeah. Yeah. yeah but regardless though um she was she was on trial for the olga case and was attempted murder for sure yeah and ruben testified props to ruben in the important court highlights i'll go through those real quick uh all victoria said she didn't she did not take the witness stand 
really. All she said in her own defense for the case of attempted murder was, quote, I did not force her to eat it. So they say, Victoria, you poisoned this cheesecake intending to kill Olga Sphink. And she said, I did not force her to eat it. I'm going to slap her. Right? And since nothing was found in Olga's system, her defense, Victoria's defense claims that there's like nothing definitive to prove that Victoria attempted to kill anyone. It's because they're not searching for that particular drug because it's discontinued. Exactly. You, you dumb dumbs. Listen, I haven't cursed yet this episode, yeah, but you're it's, doing been so good. it's been difficult. It's, it's tricky because Victoria's infuriating. So, but she, they brought up that her visa was about to expire. She needed a new identity. Was she killed for convenience? Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. Or, yeah, and she, like, attempted to kill for convenience. She's, like, doing... Uh, it's a lot of, like, self-preservation kind of stuff. Yes. But, like, over-the-line self-preservation. It's Clearly. not self-defense. Yeah. yeah. Um, the verdict was guilty. She was proven Good. guilty of attempted murder in the second degree. 25 years is the normal amount for that kind of verdict. But the judge was generous and thought 21 years would be enough. Getting credit for time served and stuff. The problem is, like, with her personality, she'll do it again. Well, you know what's interesting, too, is he he was a little more lenient, and she still walked past him on her way out of the courtroom saying, F you. Like, she was still... Which is Straight weird. to jail. Straight, Straight to, to jail. jail. <laughs> I just flew my ring across the room. Straight to jail. Uh, but yeah, so like he had been, he'd like shown a little bit of mercy. Well, he was like, it's, it's not a life it was, sentence. Was it her first offense? Probably in the United in States. In America. Yeah. And so like they are typically a little more lenient if yep. it is your first offense. Mm-hmm. So. And it's attempted murder. It's not like they are charging her for homicide. You know what I mean? But she still, she was like, F you. So she's just mad that she lost. I mean, she's lucky they didn't, you know, contempt a court. Right. Yeah. They could, I still, would have. They could do that. Yeah. If I was a judge, I'd be like, same. Well, Straight to jail. the really sweet conclusion to this case is that Nadia and Olga became best friends throughout the oh, whole ordeal. See, the universe works it in does. mysterious ways. And it really helps. So Nadia was asked in an interview after the, the trial, like, it, how are you feeling since your your mom doesn't get justice, but Olga got justice and Nadia was actually really at peace because she she said that uh, Nadia or not Nadia, Olga reminds her a lot of her mom. And so their friendship has helped her heal a little bit. Wow. And they can be in each other's lives and they've got that solidarity that they both went through similar things. It's a trauma bond. It's a trauma bond. And they both like, um, you know, they, they reach some kind of conclusion. Her being locked up, even if it wasn't specifically for Nadia's mom's death, it's still like significant to her. So that was kind of a nice conclusion. And I'm just glad they like got, got her. They got her. Yeah. So she's at least stopped for 21 years. <laughs> we'll see what she does when she gets out. I don't. I don't know. I mean, like for everyone's sake, I hope she can. You know, it's really difficult. Like rehabilitation isn't well, and if, a thing for some people. Yeah. And, you know, like, I hope maybe she, like, like if she's got all this money yeah. from that suit, like, no reason to kill anyone else. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, she had kept, she'd been stealing this whole time. She probably had plenty of money. She just wanted more. Gross. Yeah. She's pretty horrible. And also, she also was in an interview after the trial where she continues to deny everything. I'm only a woman. She's, I'm only, I'm, I'm not a killer. I'm not a killer. I am. I'm never killed. I'm only only woman. <laughs> because we are exempt from killing. We just we don't do yeah. that as a gender. No. We don't kill. 
Definitely not. It's never happened. <laughs> never, ever, ever. It's a good defense. Whatever. Crazy. Anyway, so let's end this on a sweet note. What are, yeah. What's our treat today while I go grab my ring so real quick that like I threw? a really special treat all the way from Gaylord, Michigan. I think it's in the... It's behind the it's behind the weights. Is it really? I think so. I think that's where it went. Did oh you get gosh. it? All right. Man, that's Renee a found journey. her ring. <laughs> that didn't just fly across the room. <laughs> it like it really, flew across the room and like behind. It had, it had like force behind it. <laughs> okay, but this is okay. um, this is from the Alpine Chocolate House in Gaylord, Michigan, <laughs> from my sweet mother-in-law, Kathy Love. Is this the second or third treat she's given us for the pod? so technically uh, Robin, uh, which is a family friend, gave us the other treat. But oh, this is so is that good. salted caramel? <gasps> Dude, I'm telling you. Would you like dark or milk? Milk. Good call. Good call. It's so good, though. Oh my and this chocolate house, I've actually um, gotten to visit it before, and it is so good. So good. Mm-hmm. Five. Mm-hmm. Five skulls, hands down. Immediately. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know, isn't that... Every Christmas. I had to spot. See, I, I told you my energy would come back when we... <laughs> Bring out the chocolate. Every Christmas when Biscuit and I go up north, there's always a little box of these chocolates on the bed. Oh. I know. Like, in, like the sweet hotel. I know. It's amazing. Your in-laws are amazing. I know. You guys are amazing. We love you. We love you. Mm. And we also love you, audience. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. That was quite a case. It was a good treat. Mm -hmm. Also, it's like another week of consistency. I'm pretty sure. We haven't missed a week, have we? And we're chronically ill. We are. Mentally and physically. Mentally, physically, (laughs) spiritually. (laughs) All all of it. (laughs) We're doing great. Um, So hang in there. We do have... So we extended the crime time discount in the shop and until we've got the new end merch. of august yeah we added a few shirts the other day so like that little cartoon of us did you say oh man so cute dude yes i'm we're i'm gonna order adorable. several of those we're adorable little I, illustrations I know. who knew she even got my tattoos she did. so cute it looks it's so mindy and also i want to point out she like very accurately depicted me talking with my hands yeah, that well, was the first thing I noticed. Do. I was like, "Yeah, I do." Yeah, the only thing yeah. that inhibits that is me holding my tablet. With We're gonna my have notes to ask her it. to add add Boone in. <gasps> we should have a Boone shirt. Oh my god! With him and his little cookies and with crime bandana. bandana. He's wearing it today, guys. If you have pets, we have pet bandanas in the shop. Oh yeah, seriously. Crime time gets you there using that promo cone. Gets cone. <laughs> <laughs> I think my energy is declining again. Um. Promo code crime time gets you 20% off your first order. So please do it. Get all Um, the stuff. We appreciate you liking, following, subscribing. We are slowly gaining more of a following, which is so exciting for us. Also your comments. Yeah. The interact feature on Spotify lets us post questions and a lot of you post answers and we've tried to publish all of them and that we have come appreciate through. you. Yeah, we do. It feels like we're having a conversation rather than just talking at you. Which is nice. Yeah. So, like, also, if you guys ever have any case recommendations. Yes, in a more way. We're open to those. Just as a little teaser, we are planning to launch a membership with bonus. Ah, 
with video. episodes and video. So our real life faces. Yeah, and the real and the snacks and the snacks. That'll be so much nicer. So you can look forward to that. And if you have any ideas for bonus content, like throw them at us, throw them right at us, and we will see you guys next time. Okay, bye. bye. bye.